Hello everybody, welcome back for another chat. Today I want to talk about the flow state and being in a flow with life. Most of us experience the flow state either in a state of hyperfixation, hyperconcentration or in a state of a daze, lost in a fantasy. And both of these are not really sustainable ways of experiencing the flow state because you get lost in it. And when you get out of it, you feel completely exhausted. You notice that you haven't been eating or drinking the whole day and you have lost track of time and space and reality while you are in this state. And while this is a beautiful way of getting lost in the moment and getting lost in the creative process and in this creative state, there is a way to experience this flow state that is sustainable and consistent and a way in which you experience the flow state in all of life. My name is Tabia Zui and this is the Creative Waters Podcast. When I talk about the flow state and being in flow with life, I mean working with the natural flow of creative energy. There are different components to the flow state and what most of you most likely already know is that the flow state arises at the edge of your comfort zone. It is the meeting point between your ability and a challenge. So you are able to do it but at the same time it is challenging and it is something new. And there are different ways to kind of induce the flow state, like drinking coffee or being in a new place, learning something new. And I could tell you a lot of different tiny tricks and tips or tweaks in your creative process, which will allow you to get into the flow state more easily. And I used to play with this so much, like hyping myself up or calming myself down to really meet this point of the edge of my comfort zone and working with the two polarities of creative energy to get into the meeting point. By now, I used to play with this a lot, but now I have learned a lot more about creative energy in general or the flow of energy. So I will first talk about what this means energetically, this edge of the comfort zone. When we think about the comfort zone and especially the edge of our comfort zone, what is the edge between your comfort zone and the unknown? So there is something that you know that you are used to that is kind of your network of associations, all of the connections in your brain that you have already built. And then there is something unknown, something that you don't know yet but that you need to be curious about to experience. So this could be a new idea, a new inspiration, a new insight that occurs when you connect to something unknown. This is how we learn. We connect a new association into our network of associations. So we learn something new. And this is also what creativity is. Creativity is always experiencing something new, experimenting with something new and learning. It is a process of learning and creating something new. So it always happens at the edge of our comfort zone. And this is kind of the sweet spot where the flow state arises. But when we think about this energetically, it is actually the edge between concentration and diversion. And this edge between concentration and diversion is something that you can practice, that you can tap into and that you can use for your creative practice. 
Most of us experience the flow state leaning into one of these two polarities instead of leaning into the edge of it. So most of us go into the hyperfixation, hyperconcentration, which is a complete concentration of energy, which is a masculine polarity of creative energy. Or we go into the other extreme of complete diversion of energy, which is the feminine polarity of creative energy. It is being in a daze or maybe even smoking some weed to get into the mood or get the creative juices flowing and getting lost in a fantasy. But both of these take you out of the moment and they expand time. But this is something that you can also do when you stay present. And this is how you can do this in a more sustainable way. One aspect of it is presence. Because in presence, you can experience both. You can experience the linear structure of time, how we perceive time. But at the same time, you can experience how one moment can expand and evolve and be open and complete diversion of energy and in presence being present in the moment right now will allow you to experience this state of wonder and openness while being anchored in reality being in the moment being present and enjoying the moment right now is a natural way that induces the flow state. Another experience that also induces the flow state is learning something new. As I said, it is the challenge, but it is also experiencing a new country, traveling or learning something new, playing. It is always about leaning into the unknown. Another moment or experience that induces the flow state is this feeling of momentum that arises, especially I notice this in, in both in hyperfixation and in a daze where you kind of notice, oh, something is happening here. Something wants to emerge in this moment. Something wants to be created. And how can I move with it? And those people that lean or tend to get into hyperfixation will kind of try to catch it frantically and try to immediately understand and analyze what is happening. While those that tend to get into this dazed out feeling of the flow state will let this moment arise and let it take them somewhere. Both of these are very important for the creative process. And when you understand that you can play with both of them with diversion, and concentration of energy you can build this momentum and follow the momentum follow the inspiration and intuition and follow what wants to emerge while at the same time observing what is happening and understanding it and this is the balance between being in the moment and observing it and this is something that you can definitely learn through meditation and mindfulness all of the things that I just said are not about the experience itself, but the awareness and the state of consciousness that you are in when you experience those things. So as I just said, being present is a state of consciousness or observing what is happening, observing what wants to emerge is a state of consciousness. The same goes for the state of wonder in which you are curious and open to the world in general. It is a perception of the world around you. It is a state of awareness for what is happening around you. The trick in building a consistent flow of creative energy is understanding those different states of awareness and working with them. Understanding that 
sometimes you get into the diversion of energy and sometimes you get into the concentration of energy and laying with it in a way that you connect the two or bring both of them into the same moment. And the interesting thing is that when you allow yourself to experience both, you can meet all of life with this perception because it is a state of awareness. It is not something that only happens in your creative process, that only happens in hyperfixation, that only happens when you smoke weed and get completely like dazed out and fade into the fantasy world in which you are able to create. But this is a state of awareness and being in your life. So you experience the flow of creative energy in all of life. This way, any moment can become a moment of presence. Any moment can become a moment of play. Any moment can be inspiring or creative. Let's get into the more juicy part and talk about the kind of tricks and tips that I have to start working with those two energies, with feminine and masculine polarity of creative energy. So, for example, if you are someone who gets hyperfixated or gets into this very focused state of concentration and you need to pause or get interrupted, instead of seeing it as an interruption, you could also perceive it as just a new piece of information that is entering your kind of hyperfixation mode. And if you think about it, if you go to a yoga class, sometimes they tell you to close your eyes and meditate and then open your eyes while still relaxing your eyes. It is this gaze of being relaxed and still being centered within yourself while still having your eyes open and experience the world. And this is kind of what I mean, that you can take the state of awareness or for example, the state of fixation and concentration and carry it with you even if you are interrupted. It's kind of like you keep this tab open in your mind and there's something else coming in, but you are still in your state of hyperfixation. You are still in the state of consciousness, even if something else is happening outside of you. And this is kind of a balance. It is a play of balancing the two because sometimes the interruption can be so great that it really interrupts the flow of things. And then you need to, again, work on your containment, on your energetic containment of saying, okay, I'm not going to go after this. I'm not going to uh, let myself get distracted. I'm not going to let myself be interrupted, but I will kind of hold myself in this state of flow, even if something else is coming up. At the same time, to talk about the nuance of it, you can also take this flow state as a state of awareness into anything that you are doing. So you don't even need to see it as an interruption because so for me, for example, how I stay in the flow state is that I carry it into even mundane tasks that I need to do in a day without letting it take me out of this state of concentration, the state of flow that I am in. And this is kind of leaning into this diversion of concentration while staying focused on what I want to create. So in my mind, I set the intention of staying with the, the topic while cooking, while cleaning, while taking a shower, while going on a walk. 
and I will just write down notes or whatever is coming up while I'm doing these other tasks and then I can get back into process of actually creating or writing something because I stayed with it while I did other things. Even if something else comes up and I need to shift my focus, I still, in my mind, stay in this space of being open to whatever is happening, but focused on staying in flow. So I rather focus on the feeling or the state of awareness instead of the task that I'm doing. And the interesting thing is it is this balance and play between being open and kind of moving with wherever the energy wants to go, but still anchoring it in reality. So as I said, when I do other tasks and I'm not working anymore, it used to take me out of the flow state. I still stay with it in my mind, but how I anchor it in reality is that I write things down. And the same thing you could do while being in a state of hyperfixation instead of seeing like getting up to get a glass of water as a distraction you could see it as lengthening the moment to stay in thought with whatever you're working on another nuance that really helped me shift and stay in the flow state for longer periods of time is thinking about excitement and nervousness in a different way because being nervous and being excited feels pretty similar in the body, but what is different is the connotation or the meaning that we give this fluttery feeling in our body. So I'm not talking about anxiety, but I'm talking about normal nervousness that we all experience. And most of us don't like to get onto the edge of our comfort zone or even go beyond that and into the unknown because it makes us nervous. But instead of thinking about it as nervousness, I like to think about it as excitement. I am excited because, ooh, what is, what is beyond there? What is it that I don't know? I haven't experienced this yet. And Instead of seeing it as a negative thing that I, uh, I don't have certainty, seeing it as play and excitement, like traveling. Of course, if you are traveling, maybe you are nervous, but most of the time you are excited about things that happen unexpectedly. And you are excited about the uncertainty because you are moving into a world that is beyond your control, but, is, but it is so exhilarating and it is fulfilling to experience the newness so in my creative practice I think about it the same way I actually write down a list of things that I avoid every single week because I know that these are the things that will push me out of my comfort zone but those are also the things that will help me grow the most and will excite me. So I write down a list of things that I avoid that I see as negative and do them to push myself into excitement. And another thing I want to say about that, if we meet the unknown with excitement, we expect something good to come out of stepping out of our comfort zone instead of something bad and we open ourselves up to much more possibilities and experiences because we are open to experiencing something positive. Shifting this way out of nervousness into excitement will help you to lean into the edge of your comfort zone and experience the flow state more and more and more. 
how I worked on this is that every time that I felt nervous, I said, okay, maybe I'm just excited. Maybe I am just excited about this. And how can I play with this? And for me, it sometimes leans into this kind of kinky, <laughs> kinky way of talking about it. Like, ooh, what is, the, what is this? What is happening? Um, like playing, flirting and playing with life. Like, ooh, what do you have in store for me? What are you doing now? You're teasing me and stuff like that. So that I get into the state of excitement instead of being nervous about it. It's like playing with the world and with the universe, playing with the unknown in a different way. Okay, another way to be more in flow with life in general is actually leaning even more into flirting with life as being in love with life. And this is something that naturally arise, arises for me or that naturally happened for me the more I leaned into being in flow with life because I was playing with the unknown so much that I built this deep connection and trust with the unknown because I trust myself that I am able to move through it, but I also trust the universe that I am still held in the unknown. And this way I'm kind of in love with life. I am in love with, with whatever wants to emerge and arise and I trust in that. And this keeps me in flow because I am not moving with fear, but with love. Another way to work with the flow of creative energy is understanding and tracking your own state of energy and understanding if you are in your feminine polarity or masculine polarity most of the time and in your daily life you can actually work with it and balance them out and play with both of them depending on where you are in your creative process and what is happening in your life in general um, so that you understand how the energy flows or how you usually interact with creative energy. And I actually have a quiz on my website where you can find out what energy you're in currently and learn more about it and really work on aspects of the other polarities so that you can integrate both of them. And just keeping track of, okay, what tasks do I have to do or what do I have to do within my creative project that is needing more feminine energy? And what tasks need more masculine energy? When do I have to be more focused or straightforward? When do I have to develop a structure for myself or a plan for myself that I need to stick to? And when do I need more flexibility and openness? When do I need to try something new or quit something or um, change things around? When do I need to experiment more to go beyond and further in my creative process? Because experiencing the flow state is about a state of awareness and consciousness, this is about training your awareness and your consciousness. And there are two ways to go about this. One is leaning into mindfulness, training your awareness through mindfulness, meditation, deep listening, 
and a state of wonder. And all of these are ways of interacting with the present moment and staying more present, staying more mindful and balancing your internal and external reality in a way that you are able to perceive and observe what is happening around you while really staying present and in your center. The other way to train your state of awareness is through doing inner work, doing shadow work, journaling, creating a safe space for your emotions and transmuting your emotions, holding yourself, but also allowing the flow of emotions and really working on your perception of yourself, your inner landscape and the outer reality. And while mindfulness is about being present in the moment and observing reality, reflection is much more about understanding your internal reality and then acting in a way that is aligned in reality. So one is inviting the feminine polarity into your masculine energy. And the other one is inviting a little bit of masculine polarity into your experience of feminine energy. And this is so interesting to notice how those two polarities are so closely interknit and intertwined and you get most out of life and life is most fulfilling if you integrate both of them. And all of these habits that I just talked about or all of these ways to kind of strengthen your perception and working with different states of awareness and consciousness and heightening your consciousness are part of my seven habits for creative consistency and I will link it below. I have a blog post about it where you can learn how to work with these seven habits that always integrate feminine and masculine energy. And you can also check out my second Instagram account that is called The Creative Waters on which you will find a lot more about the seven habits for creative consistency. I feel like this is a great intro to a lot of different things that you can learn in my coaching and my workshops in general or that you can experience in my workshops in general. So if you are interested in going deeper into this, check out my website. I will link all of the stuff in the description and hope to talk to you very, very soon. Let me know what you think and message me on Instagram at Tabea Zoe or at The Creative Waters and I will talk to you very, very soon. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.